good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we are making our way very quickly uh, toward the end of our Old Testament. We've made our way into the Minor Prophets, and we are at the book of Nahum. And so uh, we're going to take one day uh, to cover the entirety of this uh, uh, short prophetic book. It's three chapters, so your assignment is to read three chapters today, and our focus is going to come in chapter 1 in those first uh, ten verses as the prophet pronounces a judgment against the Assyrian city of Nineveh. Uh, we know uh, that it was uh, uh, the, the subject and the object of uh, the book of Jonah as Jonah uh, went there and preached and evidently God provoked uh, a revival there or a spiritual awakening probably would be a more accurate way of describing what went on in Nineveh. And God was merciful to that nation seemingly for maybe a century. Uh, but once again, uh, the, without uh, the voice of a prophet uh, proclaiming truth, uh, the city had lapsed back into its idolatry, back into its evil. And so God is ready to judge this uh, nation. Uh, we see throughout the Old Testament God's particular and peculiar emphasis upon the nation of Israel, uh, later Israel, Northern Kingdom, Judah, Southern Kingdom, and how uh, He blesses them for their obedience and curses them for their disobedience. And that's a very prominent theme throughout the Old Testament. Uh, but God often speaks about and, and to uh, the, the Gentile nations, the pagan nations, and uh, typically uh, there is a warning. Uh, and there's kind of a message that you have your place in the course of history, and that's going to run its course, and then I will deal with you because of the wickedness uh, that you have embraced, the wickedness that you have certainly uh, uh, forced upon uh, my people. And so that's going to be the case here for Nineveh. And so the prophet Nahum, of whom we don't really know a whole lot about, uh, wrote this beginning in chapter 1, verse 1. An oracle concerning Nineveh, uh, the book of the vision of Nahum of Elkosh. The Lord is jealous, is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord is avenging and wrathful. The Lord takes vengeance on his adversaries and keeps wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power, and the Lord will no, by no means clear the guilty. His way is a whirlwind and a storm, and the clouds are the dust of His feet. He rebukes the sea and makes it dry, and dries up all the rivers. Bashan and Carmel wither, uh, the bloom of Lebanon withers, the mountains quake before Him, and the hills melt. The earth heaves before Him, the world and all who dwell in it. Who can stand before his indignation? Who can endure the heat of his anger? His wrath is poured out like fire, and the rocks are broken into pieces by him. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. But with an overflowing flood, he will make a complete end of the adversaries and will pursue his enemies into darkness. What do you plot against the Lord? He will make a complete end. Trouble will not rise up a second time. For they are like entangled thorns, like drunkards as they drink. They are consumed like stubble, fully dried. For you came from you came one who plotted evil against the Lord, a worthless counselor. And so a, a couple of things going on, a reminder of the very character of God, uh, that He is not going to leave uh, 
sin unpunished. He's not going to leave the guilty unjudged. That he is zealous and jealous for his holiness, for his name. Uh, that uh, wrath is reserved. Uh, it may be withheld for a time period, but it is always reserved uh, for the appropriate time of its expression. And so uh, before this great God of the earth is personified as quaking and shaking before his majesty, before his power, uh, then the prophet goes into some uh, kind of a illustrative language and starts asking rhetorical questions. Well, who can stand before his indignation? Well, the answer is no one. And that's a great reminder of us of the, of the fearsome holiness of God, of uh, His wrath against sin uh, that we have to be very clear about. Uh, we certainly want to be known as, as a compassionate people, but in compassion we declare that there is a judgment due to the wicked uh, from God. He is merciful. He is good uh, to those who love Him. Uh, but he will uh, bring about the perfection, the consummation, the expression of his wrath in its appropriate day. And I always think that's a warning uh, that the church needs to heed for herself in some sense, but certainly that we need to uh, proclaim uh, that the world knows uh, that there is a day uh, in which God will judge and the standard will be his standard, uh, not their own. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.